John Beckett had no idea about the rude awakening he was about to receive when he returned home that evening at 6.27 p.m. from work. He had no fathomable thought that the day would mark a change in his marriage, including his life, for years to come. Might there have been some preventive ways he could have avoided the activities of that night? Probably. Yes, likely so. Except we're not going to dwell on what could have been, only what is, which is the reason why I'm telling this story. He parked his car in his driveway, got out, and slammed his door shut. There were vehicles parked in front of his home, but they could have belonged to any of his neighbors. John paid no attention to them as he covered the distance between his driveway to his front door. He let himself inside and was instantly aware of the surprise awaiting him. John's keys nearly fell from his hand as the smile that earlier lit his face turned to fear as he saw the uninvited visitor lounging in his living room, smoking a joint. The black man wore a tank top and jeans and held a TV remote in his hand that he was using to flip through channels when John entered his home. John knew who he was, he knew his reputation and was troubled that he would decide to come to his home at this hour. Shut the door, white boy, the black man known as Shango said to John. Bring your ass on over here. I've been waiting on you nearly an hour now. John did so, then took off his jacket before entering his living room. I wasn't. You never told me you'd be coming to my home. Shango sucked on his joint. Sure, I did, white boy. I just didn't bother telling you. I'm here for my money, white boy. Your money? You know what I'm talking about, white boy. Stop stuttering like you're dumb. I'm here for the dough that's owed to me by you know who, by which I mean you. Shango rose to his feet and glared at John. You promised you'd have it by the end of the month. It's the final week of the month as it is, white boy. Now you know why I'm here, so out with it. I don't. I don't have the money on me, sir. Yeah, I didn't think you would, Shango leered. You'd have gotten it in my hand already if you did, which is another reason why I came by. Good thing your charming wife was most gracious to let me in. John's eyes flew open with alarm. Had he forgotten his wife all this time? Mabel. What have you, she knows nothing about this, he said with abject fright in his voice. It got Shingo barking with laughter. Too late, white boy. She didn't know then, but the bitch knows now. You can go upstairs and talk with her about it. Go on, I'll wait. Shango sat back on the chair and resumed flipping through TV channels, leaving John speechless and dumbfounded as he stood there, lost as to how to respond. Then he turned and dashed out of the living room and made for the stairs. His. Pounding in his chest as he scrambled towards the master bedroom. John came to the top landing and looked towards the corridor leading to his bedroom door. It felt like a mile as he rushed towards it. He didn't realize it then, but he was blubbering with tears even before he got to the door and opened it. John expected to find his wife lying in bed teary-eyed from the expectant news he knew Shango must have revealed to her already. Such wasn't the case at all. 
Mabel was in bed, but she wasn't alone. Two other black men were with her, all of them naked, having sex. It took a moment for John's eyes to adjust to the gloom in the room. That lasted a handful of seconds when the reality of what he was seeing sunk into his eyes and mine to the point where he assumed he was losing it. His Mabel was sandwiched between the two black men, one was fucking her from behind while pulling back her hair, while the other laid underneath sucking on her tits while she moaned and whimpered. Oh my God. John gasped. God ain't got nothing to do with it, white boy, Shango chuckled as he appeared behind him, drinking a can of beer he had gotten out of John's fridge. It took a while for your wife to come around, but I've been working on her two days since. She finally gave up the pussy and asked this time. The bitch's pussy was tight at first, but she learned to love my dick within minutes. Shango threw his head back, bellowed with laughter. John looked at him with something akin to hate mixed with anger. Not that he intended doing anything about it. He knew Shango wouldn't waste a second's breath stomping him to a pulp in the comfort of his home. Nobody would hear him scream, not even his neighbors. John was practically a sissy and a coward when it came to fighting or anything involving spilled blood. He wouldn't last a minute if he dared to cause any trouble. He had no choice but to plead for mercy. But, why? I already told you I was going to get the money by month's end. So you said, white boy, Shango stopped to sip his beer before continuing, his voice became cold. But you've got yourself a sweet-ass wife, and I don't let bitches walk on by without taking a bite. No, white boy. I own you just as I own her, and she's gonna become my latest whore, the same as you. And ain't nothing you talk or do that's gonna change that, white boy. Please, sir. I beg you, John fell to his knees and even attempted to kiss Shango's feet, but Shango kicked him aside. Tears streamed down his cheeks as he whined, Please, Shango. Mabel doesn't deserve none of this. That's Master Shango to you, white boy. And you'd better get used to it, cause your wife is now my bitch. Now get up and let's return downstairs. Shango turned and left the room. John rose to his feet and looked at Mabel still being fucked by Shango's friends. She was lost to her sex that she barely even glanced in his direction. Go ahead and shut the door, pussy boy. One of Shango's friends yelled at him. John did just that and walked with heavy footsteps away from his bedroom. Shango was downstairs waiting on him. John was still crying, and the noise my lips made mixed with his tears sounded like a whistling tea kettle. Shango came forward and slapped his face. Fucking dry your eyes up, white boy, right now, he barked. There ain't going to be no crying here. You're my slave, so you'd best heed my words and do as you're told. You hear? John took out a handkerchief from his pocket and dried his face. He hitched his breath and quickly reined in his tears. I've got some customers that will be arriving in town tomorrow, and I'm gonna need you and your whorewife upstairs to attend to their needs. She's gonna be on the clock just like you, and from the look of things, she might even be a hard earner than your lazy asses. 
go on into the fridge and fetch me another beer. John took the finished can from Master Shango and went to fetch him another beer. They sat in the living room for another twenty minutes before Mabel and Shango's buddies came to join them. His friends were back in their clothes, while Mabel wore lingerie and nothing else. She smiled as she came and hugged Shango. Did you enjoy your workout, bitch? asked Shango. I sure as fuck did, master, Mabel answered. Your friends were great with me. Good. You seen white boy already, he indicated at John. He caught a bit of your performance. Mabel gave her husband an expressionless glance before switching back to Shango. Yeah, I saw him, she turned back to John and said, Welcome home, pussy boy. That elicited derisive laughter from Shango and his friends. John felt like he was drowning in a sea of humiliation and wished for the earth to open and swallow him whole. I'd give you one final fuck for the day, except I've got other bitches waiting on me right now, Shango continued. I'll be in touch with you tomorrow. Keep your pussy clean till then. I will, darling, Mabel gave Shango a parting kiss and waved goodbye to his friends as the three of them left the house. Mabel turned to me after she had shut the door. We've got a lot to talk about, she said. I agree, John replied. Let me go shower first. <laughs>